Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. This is a podcast where we talk not only about how to live free in an unfree world, but we also talk about how to bring our thoughts to life, to create what we speak. Everything you've ever created starts with an idea, but if your negative thoughts are getting in the way, your ideas will never actually come to life. So this week, I'm excited to bring you Amber Johnson because she did just that. She brought her idea of a better skincare experience to life 21 years ago, and she's still going today. Amber is a skincare expert and the founder of the most sought-after vegan spa in Laguna Beach, the Facial Lounge. She earned her esthetician license and began studying product ingredients and their synergistic effects with a gut microbe, consulting with some of the biggest names in natural skincare, including Walida, Jason, and Dr. Hauska. This November, she is celebrating 21 years in business at the Facial Lounge, and her clients come from all over the country to experience her problem-solving, customized vegan, vegan facials. As a single mom of two boys, Amber's naturally nurturing side is felt in every skincare treatment. She believes no two complexions are the same, so skincare should not be a one treatment fits all. Facial Lounge attracts everyone from former bachelor contestants and beauty influencers to the neighbor down the street, all looking for clean, clear skin and caring in a caring environment. I love to talk to entrepreneurs who really took their ideas and made it happen. So Amber, you're really a true example of this, of creating what you speak. So welcome to the show. Wow, that was a most amazing introduction. I am honored to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you. I'm so excited to talk about this. We're talking about revolutionizing your skincare routine. And this is something that um, growing up, I was a person who had problem skin from, I don't know, age 12 until even sometimes off and on as an adult. And so this is something for me that, you know, I talk a lot on the show about living free in an unfree world. And for me, having bad skin growing up through junior high, high school, and, you know, in my 20s and beyond, that is something that made me feel like I was trapped in my own body, right? I can remember not wanting to leave the house and always being so jealous of people who ha who could leave the house without makeup on. I'm like, how do they, like, I don't even understand that. Like, I don't understand, yes. how, how can you do that? So let's start out, talk a little bit about what led you to studying product ingredients and, and creating your own product line as well as opening your own spa. Um, that's a great question. I w also had acne, I had cystic acne at a very young age. Um, I had stage three acne and my, my dad owned a health club and across the street happened to be the best doctor in the world named Dr. Fulton. He actually made benzoyl peroxide, which was famous for acne. He made retin-A and he made mandelic acid. He was not only a chemist, but he studied acne. So he would do all the acne studies, which I was part of. I make a joke that he never hired me. I never left. That's a true story. <laughs> I was obsessed with everything that he did. I um, wanted to follow him around and I thought I was going to be a dermatologist until I realized that there was other skin diseases and other weird things that he had to take care of. And I just liked acne um, because I, my parents were very natural and hippies and very clean. The medical world was not something I wasn't used to. Like my parents didn't go to the doctor a lot. We were very, um, my dad was a scientist by nature. He's very smart. He actually went to medical school and didn't finish. So he has this, he kind of, he didn't our own stitches. I mean, my dad was a real doctor in the house. Um, and I decided to start making skincare on my own. My parents' friends own this really cool health food store called uh, Mother's Market, which is right down the street from Dr. Fulton. And I would go get little benzonite clays and little mud masks. And I would make my own 
tinctures and I was going to make skincare to cure acne. But what I didn't understand was the science behind it and also bacteria and things that would grow. So I, um, I call it integrative. I found very young because I realized the medical side was animal tested. We were, yeah. I was a vegetarian my whole life. I never had and a lot of animal products, a lot of dyes, a lot of things. And then the natural side didn't have anything for acne. They had great oils and things for old people or dry skin, but nothing for acne. So I remember wanting something natural that worked for acne. And that's where the journey began. Right. And so did you suffer from acne as well? Yeah. Stage three, the worst you can have. I mean, I have boils all over my face. Yeah. Yeah. Did did you have to go on Accutane as a child? So the the whole point was not to. So because my parents were so holistic and I'm very glad they were. Um, Dr. Fulton's whole thing was you get weekly facials and they do pretty gnarly extractions. He would ice your face. I mean, I was packed in ice. Then he would do the sulfur mask and it worked. I needed yeah. lots of extractions. And what they didn't understand then, which my parents did, which was I'm lucky, is they got biome and a lot of that. my dad was really into like epigenetics and things. So I learned a lot of stuff, but he, he genetically had acne. And then of course there's ingredients that, that make it come out. So if you have the genetics and then you're eating things that a lot of people, dairy or eggs that actually bring out these allergies, you'll, you'll get acne. So there's, there's foods you can avoid to help a long time ago. This is in the early nineties that they thought chocolate caused acne. Right. I remember some that. People, yeah. Some people who are allergic to chocolate actually get acne from chocolate. Or this was interesting that I figured out, I was very into, um, our women's cycles. Of course, during our cycle, we have our periods. Well, we eat more chocolate more in our cycle. Right. So a lot of women eat chocolate during the cycle and then they get a period and they blamed the chocolate, but it was their cycle. So there's a lot of different uh, layers to acne that pe- they're just now figuring out. Right. And I was someone, I was actually on Accutane twice in my younger years, which my mom has said repeatedly as an adult, she, re- she feels so guilty for doing that, for putting me on that, it's but it was, yeah, it was terrible. And I actually was just looking it up before our conversation. Cause I couldn't even remember what it was, but like the number one thing was like birth defects and just all this terrible side effects, right? Yeah. Of that, that kind of stuff. So liver damage. Yeah. yeah. So during that time, I mean, you know, as a, you know, a 12 year old and on up for me, it's terrible, right? Like I said, like my experience was just feeling very insecure. How did you survive that time? What'd you learn when you were facing that? Same thing. I was very jealous of my friends. I was the only one with acne in my friend group. Mm -hmm. I was very jealous of, of, of my friends. I like exactly what you said. I couldn't believe they could just throw their hair in a ponytail and run out the door. And I, and every time I I used a lot of benzoyl peroxide growing up, my face was always red. So yeah. It was red and raw. I mean, I don't even have very many pictures between like 12 and 15. Um, all the acne pictures I had, I ripped up because I didn't yeah. want anyone to see them. And now I wish I could find, they're like so rare now. I want to find anything that may, showed off my skin. I was embarrassed. And interesting enough, this is so funny. I'm now divorced, but I was married. But when we were engaged, I before Dr. Fulton died, I said, Dr. Fulton, I want to see my before pictures. No one believes me. So he, and I didn't have an email. I mean, I'm very dated I barely have an email now I didn't have an email and I said will you email them to my fiance so um he can print them for me because I don't I still don't know how to do that so he emailed and and so they're my kid's father Anthony goes oh my god look at this picture why are these being sent to me look at this girl oh my god this is so gross and I go that's me he didn't even recognize me. oh my god he's like you're lying that's not you 
and he printed them out and I, I know I have them somewhere. I hope I never threw them away. And I remember I had an appointment book. This is before computers. This is like 2004 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, we didn't have online booking at that time. Right. I put them inside my appointment. So sometimes when I book appointments, I would show people, this yeah. is me. Yeah. And they go, no way. And so, and I know I have that appointment book and I'm dying to find it because one day <laughs> I want to post. It's my only picture, but I mean, it's bad. I mean, it's just yeah. boily and gross. But my dad had cystic acne and then I was picking at it and I was trying to cure it myself before I saw Dr. Fulton. So I was making my own horrible creams. Oh, yeah, yeah. And picking <laughs> at it and I was putting a lot of hot heat. People said the hot will kill the bacteria. So I was constantly putting heat on my face, everything opposite. You leave yeah. it alone, you ice it. And don't touch it. I mean, that's all you, and that will literally get your acne down. So, yeah, I remember back then I was using that St. Ives apricot scrub. scrub. Yes. Just rubbing it raw. You know, me and my cousins used to sit there and do that and use those masks. And I'd be like, why is my face so red? Right. (laughs) I did the apricot scrub because you know why? All my friends with pretty skin, that's what they use. Right. And I went, okay, if that's what they're using, I'm going to go buy that and look just like them. Right. And also, shampoos and conditioners could make you break out. And my parents only use hippy dippy stuff for mothers. And I remember thinking, I'm going to buy the same shampoo as my friends because I want to smell and look like them. And it was called Agree. I don't know if you remember Agree. It smelled so good. I don't remember um, that. But, oh my God. It, it's, yeah. And then the one with the Aussie with the little. Um, yeah, the Aussie. It I smelled I, so I, good. Yeah. It smelled so good and it broke me out. And so the oils and shampoos and conditioners can cause a lot of acne too. So. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and so you mentioned about the gut microbe and, and, and not, you know, certain foods trigger various and, and it's different for every person, right? You have to right. kind of figure it out for yourself, kind of do a trial yes. and error. Like when I eat this, does this happen? And is that mm-hmm. still, is that, is there, a, I mean, this isn't something that I'm that familiar with. Cause I, um, I, I think I kind of forgot that that wasn't, that could impact skin, but is that still something today that do you use that as part of what you do at your salon or? Yes. So, so un, we're not doctors, but, but I like people to understand this. So anyone can go get a food allergy test. You can order them online. And they're technically called food intolerances. You kind of want to know what your body, everyone's genetic makeup is different. And if they, if you get really into it, you can look up epigenetics. So it's what passed down from your ancestors affects our, our, our body. And I'll, the uh, best way to explain it is think of a piano key. We all have these keys and some of those keys get hit harder. So that key is real weak. So mm-hmm. if someone's family smoked and you could go, well, my grandma smoked, she lived to hundred. I'm fine. Your genetics actually got mutated and damaged. So if you smoke, you're going to break that cord. So um, just because your history said they did it, they actually damaged some things. So now we're going to go into your gut biome, which is the most important thing in your whole entire body. This is it. This is actually your brain. This is real. Mm-hmm. So the gut biome sends signals to your brain. So when someone has eats a lot of soda, for instance, they'll actually have soda cravings because they're those little, I call them for, to, to make it simple, like little fishies right little bacteria they send signals to your brain all day long and then you go i gotta have another soda have another soda it's actually messing up your your happiness i mean your thoughts i mean it's affecting everything so that gut biome is also what so if someone has soda for instance it it messes up these little they absorb all your nutrients it makes it very acidic in there and it doesn't there's certain ingredients that mess up your stomach so bad and then it messes up your skin and your absorption for vitamins and then your eyes have bags and you look tired and then your hair is thin and your skin looks dull and it's just this whole so if everyone can work on their gut health 
Okay. I'm a big girl. People, I, I'm not, I don't fit the mold. I don't look like everybody else, but I'm, I eat very clean, right. And healthy, even though probably I have more calories than anyone else. And my, that goes into epigenetics, but genetically I had a, um, my mother was anorexic. So, which is fascinating because she's also anorexic pregnant with me. So a lot of women, this is going into epigenetics, but thin moms who are starving. And then I'm also Jewish. So my family was in, um, in, no Holocaust, a lot of those children were heavier and they thought maybe they overfed them to compensate for what they did, but they found that the starving gene actually later generations store fat a little different. So I make a joke. It's not the donut I ate. It's my mother's fault. But uh, <laughs> we can say <laughs> that about a lot of things, right? Yeah, <laughs> I can blame my mother for this one. But no, but so genetically, so my mother actually died of colon cancer. Um, which is horrible. She died a few years ago, but we even learned more. My, my father, who was very into it, we really got into the gut biome. And then I realized it's more important than we, it, it affects our, our, not only how we look, but affects how we feel. It affects what we think. I mean, it's like, it is literally more important than anything. So if someone wants to take time and look up like anti-inflammatory diets, gut biome, things that really help, um, and you have to eliminate it's more important to eliminate things than even adding. Some people take amazing probiotics. Great. But if you're not eliminating these scary, acidic causing ingredients, it, you're wasting your money. Yeah. And so the gut biome gets out of whack too when we take like antibiotics, for example, right? If we're sick and, and we have to take that or foods, obviously, like you mentioned, are there other things that cause it like stress and, you know, that kind of stuff? There, yeah. You're actually, this is really fascinating, hand sanitizers. Ah, they go right into your gut and they actually kill the healthy gut biome. So really? No, hand sanitizing and it's affecting our, our health. Some mm -hmm. people can get diarrhea. I mean, they're, they're really scary stuff happens. So I tell people soap and water, the much I, I get where I have to hand sanitize. We're in the most hand sanitizing part of, of history right now. And my kids, we have some natural hand sanitizer. I have some wipes. I have some stronger stuff. I carry, you know, these things with me everywhere I go, just, you know, when I'm pumping gas or whatever, I get right. we have to be clean, but as much soap and water and as least amount of hand sanitizer as you can. Believe it or not, one of the best things to clean your hands with, if you, and I don't have any with me, but I usually do, is um, hydrogen peroxide. Okay. It doesn't kill the good bacteria. It just right. kills the bad. It doesn't affect your gut biome, but it's not good for wounds. Believe it or not, I know people over spray yeah. um, 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 hydrogen peroxide, you want your body to heal because it kills the good bacteria trying to fight it too. So uh, very little of that, but it does. It's a good, quick little hand wash if we're out in the world. Um, right. And, and a way to maintain course. that. Cause that is that gut. I mean, if you think about your body, your gut is in the center, right? It's the center of everything, right? Everything comes, I was reading something recently. We were talking about the, the body having, um, you know, have the, having the ability to work together in so many ways with all of our cells, right? But we're not sitting here instructing every cell to do this, right? The body is oh. always trying to find that, that balance to keep us healthy or get us to out of whatever, whatever's going on inside of us, right? Keep us at that, that's that optimal state for us. So, so back on, on skincare and really, you know, like we've talked about acne and there's, there's, you know, people have different issues uh, depending on, especially what phase in life they're into, right? Cause your skin can change over time, right? If you're maybe at oily Absolutely. skin when you were a kid and then you, you know, get older and maybe if you have kids or if you've had other um, health issues that can cause, you know, changes as well. How do you, and I think for me, at least when I've had that throughout my life, it's, it's hard to 
well, first off, I don't usually know what to do because I'm like, wait, I've never experienced this, right? And yeah. then second off, you just, it's kind of like we, we get used to using things. It's like you talked about your friends using the, the scrub, right? And you wanted skin like theirs. I remember, it has been a while ago, but I tried another product and um, my face was not getting the results like they were showing in the pictures, right? I keep looking at the pictures and I'm using it on my face and I'm like, but that's not giving me re those results. And I keep using the product, expecting the results, right? And then and they don't happen. So how do we, you know, when we go through changes like that and or, you know, age or whatever that comes along, how do we, is it normal for skin to break out when you try a new product? Is there a period of time, try it this many days? You know, how, how do people know how to handle that? You know, there's a... Um... A thing called purging that I think um, people overuse. Mm -hmm. uh, a very small percentage maybe could have a little purge in the beginning. It is technically not ideal. So um, sometimes after a facial, people can, you know, we do extractions and some things can come out um, just for a couple of days. That's it. I get it. Ice it. But in general with new skincare, and then sometimes people use new skincare after a facial. That's kind of common. But in general, the purging thing is 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 not as common as they say. So um, if you don't see results, if, if you get red, irritated, itchy, anything, stop. Yeah. Um, don't fight through it. Like I'm not a big, even Dr. Fulton who made retin-A didn't love it at the end. Uh, people think they have to go through this like hor horrible time yes. in their skin. Yes. And it's just, it, our skin is alive. I mean, would you do that to your liver? This is like a second liver. Would you fry your liver and go, no, it's going to be okay. And if you do, right. no, leave it alone. Right. Right. So I think that we less is more and people try to overdo it. Even home care, if it says use it twice a week, use it twice a week. Right. Don't do it every day because <laughs> you, you look great because now you're going to fry your skin. There's just this happy, it's almost like exercise. We don't want to exercise 10 hours a day, but an hour a day is okay. Don't overdo it. So right. I tell people facials and treatments are like the exercise and skin is the nutrition. If you eat something that upsets your stomach, you're going to stop eating it. You take right, a vitamin right. that, so, so, so listen to your body. It lets you know if you don't like it. Most places exchange things like our company, we exchange anything. If you don't like it, you exchange it. Our whole goal is to find something you love. So um, exchange it and get something else. Just because your friend loved it or whatever, right. follow your instincts. But, right, yeah, right. It's an individualized. Do. Yeah. It's really individualized. And let's go talk more a little bit about the, your, um, the products that you created and, you know, it, really that entrepreneurial side, right? Like you, you had yeah. an idea, you did this as a kid, you're doing all this stuff, make trial and error and all this stuff. So you, yeah, when you, how did that happen? I, I'm really curious about that, about the product creation and, and how you got started there. Yeah, it's really fun. I am. Um, it was a very slow, um, I didn't have these big oversized dreams at first. Now I do, but um, I, I, I knew what was missing. I saw the medical side. I understood how, uh, uh, I tried to get uh, Dr. Fulton's skincare line into Mother's Market, which is at the time very vegan. Um, and they were showing me that the, some of the ingredients were from animals. They needed proof everything was animal tested. And not only that, the ingredients they bought, like the benzoyl peroxide, was the animal tested. And of course, I said, absolutely not. I just assumed, no way would my friend do that. You know? And I went back and they go, yeah, it was. And I'm like, oh my God, I had no idea. There was no one out there. You got to realize this is like, 92 you know and I didn't understand there's no computer you can't google things and so then I found out almost everything on the market besides that mothers really was animal tested and mothers was one of the only first people to ever ask to prove that things were animal tested before they mm. brought it in 
but they did have animal ingredients. So that's when I learned that tallowate ingredients came from whales and all these soaps. So I made a big stink link and mothers discontinued all these soaps that had whale fat. But I mean, every company, every makeup line, everybody was using that for lipsticks and soaps. And, and when, you know, this is before you could find now we could Google, you know, whales right. being killed. You could right. see it. You could, but I would get these little pamphlets and I would carry them around. I started telling everyone how bad these companies were. I made a huge fight with some friends and I went to modern day and I remember it was my freshman year fighting with everyone about Johnson and Johnson and how toxic and look at now. Right. I swear I call every single one of these girls and go, I told you, <laughs> I told you. I was ahead of my time. Yeah. I, I, I was a crazy one, you know, right. and I never had meet my life. So that was a big, you know, I, 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 I love that my mom and dad really went to their own path. And even though, and my parents would tell people, stop telling everyone you're vegetarian, you know, and don't get mad at everyone for eating meat and let them do be them and you do you and I would try to recruit everyone and my parents right. were like you can't do this you're gonna lose friends so <laughs> so I but I did I had parents who thought outside the box I had parents who never put any pressure I didn't have to do what everyone else is doing and they go let you know I, I don't know how they figure that out but um I think they're just so busy in their own little worlds. <laughs> I just figured shit out. But um, my I had a grandmother who really did believe in me. And I just remember her going, Bubala, you're going to make your creams on QVC and HSN. You're, I can't wait. We're going to all right. buy your creams. I remember right. hearing this at 12, 13. And I just remember going, I can't wait. And so by the time I worked for Dr. Fulton and I was um, working at Mothers at the time in their, in their skincare department, um, they hired me as a bad girl and I went, that's nice. I'm going to be in body care, you know, and every time there was something that was had to be put back, I would hang out in body care and they were ready to fire me. They're like, this girl doesn't <laughs> listen, but that's all I want to do is be in, in that, right. in my section. But and if there was ever a return, I was nosy. So I would go, what happened? Why did you return it? Yeah, what yeah, did the yeah. rest look like? Research. I had to know. I had to know everything. And then when they were ordering things, I go, oh, you shouldn't order that because we had seven return last week. And, you know, everybody's buying this one. This is the new one. And I just kind of started to accidentally be the person like, go get Amber, go find out what the right, hell, you know, what's right. trending right now. And so I um, organically kind of um, got my role in, in um, body care and I was very young and they also didn't, they had, they had things for people to do. I make it, like I said, they never hired me. I never left. All the girls had to price things and put them out. And I didn't ever, I didn't, I just didn't think like them. So all I want to do is talk yeah. to everyone, find out what you're looking for. And um, I just, the passion was there very young. Yeah, I can hear it in your voice as you retell yeah. it. Yeah. And then Mother's Market, you go, if you're ever in California, you got to check it out. It's so cool. They had um, a vitamin line and they needed a skincare line. Well, they didn't need one. I thought they needed one. Right. So I told <laughs> I told them, let's make a skincare line. And, you know, so uh, there was an aromatherapist who worked there named Helen Raptis. And she goes, there's these classes at UCLA you can take and learn ingredients. And that's it. That's all I had to hear. And I started just figuring it out. And I started just slowly making things. And then I worked for skincare companies. And as they were developing things, I was there. And then I got hired as a consultant when, you know, products were being made. Actually, there's a company, they don't exist anymore. But I got a big, 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 um, not big, but a big kind of um I remember being at a lab in in um or in Orange County and um actually Riverside and the guy was saying there's a new type of sunscreen out well this is the one that is all banned now and I remember <laughs> saying no you just want a mineral sunscreen right and I made a big stink at the thing and 
they, the company stopped working with me because I was very upset. And I go, no, you can't have parabens and you can't have, you have to have a mineral-based sunscreen. Right. And um, I think about these, I, mean, I was thinking about the other day, I, I was right. I mean, no one yeah. listened to me. I was right, but I was young. I was young and they didn't really. So I just started making my own thing. No one was listening to me. And it was very small. I started with a cleanser and a moisturizer. And um, by the way, Mothers was going to, I was going to make it for Mothers originally, but they got in trouble from the FDA for silly stuff like B12, great for energy, that little great for energy. Oh. They went through and made them take all that down and then they were done. They didn't want to do skincare. They were scared. They never, to this day, they don't have a skincare line. So, um, which they should. But um, but um, that's how I started making the um, my own products. And I didn't understand that. I thought I would just work for other companies. I didn't realize I could do it for myself. Right. But you positioned yourself as an expert as a young age and you didn't quit. You, you had a, this draw. I mean, just like I said, hearing you talk, you were just, yeah. this is how it's going to be. Right. And this is what yeah. we talk about on the show. Create what you speak, right? Your mindset was there. And, and that's usually the hurdle for people, right? Trying to get to the mindset to, to allow them to do the thing, but your mindset was already there. And, yeah. and the rest had to catch up, right? Because your mind is like, yeah. I already have this, right? This is my thing. I'm going to be on QVC, right? And your mindset was there. I tell people, I feel like I, this is really how I feel. I just hit me the other day. I felt like I was in my little lane and I knew my lane. I knew, I, I, I yeah. really knew it. No one else believed in it. And I look in my rearview mirror and there was no one behind me. And that was okay. And, I, and there were people passing me and people, whatever. I didn't care what other people were doing. I didn't care. I knew and I didn't understand that I would have a real, real line for a while. It just like yeah. people loved what I had. And, and I, of course, dreamed of all these things, but I wasn't really sure. But I knew I had was good. And I knew I knew what I was doing for facials. And I, I was great. And then when social media hit is really what changed my life, because all these people knew I knew. And then they started posting me. And then I became more relevant. But I was doing what, you know, all the times I'd sit and talk to each client one by one by one, I only can hit 10 people a day. Right. Well, when I go on social media, I remember going live on a couple of people's things and I hit, you know, hundreds of thousands of people's overnight. I changed my life. So I am. But now I say I look in my rearview mirror and there's all these people in my lane and it feels really good to know not only does my team believe in me, but I have so many people who, who believe in me and my clients and, and the reviews and, 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 um, these are all, you know, we're number one on Yelp for facials. That was just totally organic. I don't, you know, I can't make people or hope or do, right, they, right, right. they like it so much that they go home and do that is such a stamp. They don't realize that every single one of those reviews, when they, I read them just go, I go, Oh, it feels so good. Right. You know? it's validation, it right? It's like, yeah. Cause it's like, I knew, and I don't mean validation. And I mean, in a way that yeah. No, what you yeah. created was what people wanted, right? You had this idea long before it was mainstream, long before exactly. anybody was talking about it, right? And when you say that about looking through your in your rearview mirror and nobody was there, and then you know, it, but it didn't matter to you, right? You kept going. I mean, I got chills no. when you said that because I I know what you, I actually invented a product and I've been through the whole thing with um what you're talking about, right? Nobody believing in you or it kind of being this thing. And then, you know, my, my, I don't think my mental um state was as strong as yours. I, I had a lot of self-talk and and i i interviewed somebody once years ago about um she had a business and she said she quit a million times in her mind but she kept going right and that that's how i felt through my journey of development and as we got the patent and all this kind of stuff and it was like um i quit a thousand times in my mind but then i kept going then i had investors and i had more investors now we're in the product in the process of actually making the product and it's not on the market yet it's a it's actually for cosmetics it's, it's a travel case for um 
for when you fly into void TSA, all that crap. But anyway, um, it's well, not when you're done. I want to talk. I know. I was just thinking. When you're done, we're talking. Yeah. But no, um, I totally get that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that mindset and that it, it, to me, it's inspiring. And that's, you know, talking, like I said at the beginning, I love talking to entrepreneurs because everybody's got a different story and everybody's got a different way that they got there. And everybody's in every way is the right way. But what you are saying is mindset is everything. Yeah. Your self-talk, even when you give up your self-talk and I'll tell you something, and this is something interesting with skincare is I want, and I'm eventually, as I talk, work on my new packaging when you have those one minute two minutes to put your moisturizer on this is the time you're giving yeah. yourself some nutrition a little self-talk you're amazing you've got this you know in 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 the five years when my company started doing really well i lost my mother my grandmother my i got a divorce my aunt died my dog died wow, oh I, my hit, gosh. I hit i get through in three years i just got hit with everything yeah and but my business was doing good. I had a single mom with two kids and I went, I got this. I have to, and when the, I want to lay in bed and cry all day. Cause you know, going through I the know, divorce, I know that feeling when my mom was dead and my grandma was dead and now I'm getting divorced. I want to call them. You know what I mean? I want to call yeah. them and tell them what the hell I'm going through. Yeah. And I have no one to call and I have no one, I have no one. And I have to get in the mirror and go, you have yourself. Right. And that's when the, that's when the, the, I tell people when that pain hits you, let yeah. that fuel your fire. There's a fire that we have. If we, if we want, we can fan it out and lay down or you can let it. I don't give a shit who doesn't believe in you. I don't care what people told you. I don't care if whatever you have to be. So, uh, what my son said the other day, he called it, um, narrow, you know, narrow vision. I forgot what he, tunnel vision. For tunnel vision. You got to have this tunnel vision and just kind of know and let all that stuff go to the side. And it's not yeah. easy. No, people's no. opinions, people's opinions. I tell people opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. Exactly. People's opinions will get in your head and you have to go, no. And there's a really funny thing trending on, on Instagram and TikTok, or I think it's Instagram and it's a girl. It's really funny. She, bitch, you're doing a good job, bitch. You're it's the funniest <laughs> little song. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you heard of no, it? I haven't heard it. Okay. No. It's the stupidest thing. And it's girls doing things and they go, and even moms driving themselves, kids to school, you know, bitch, you're doing a good job. And I have been singing this for the last year because it, it trended during when the whole world shut down. And every time I, I feel like, you know, with homeschooling, I'm horrible. Just to let you know, I'm the worst homeschooler there is, you know, I'm like, know. Oh yeah, yeah. If my kids can get through this, they'll make it to anything. And, you know, we're trying to run a business that was fully closed for a year. And every time I'd be in the shower and I just want to cry, and go, bitch, you're doing a good job, bitch. And I had to sing that to myself probably right. a thousand times a month, but it worked. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's Oops. the process, right? That is the process. That's what we do. We're not, you know, in the laying down and dying is um, very easy, but we all have a choice in this. So I, yeah. I think that's really inspiring. Um, so let's talk real quick about a couple of the products that you've created, maybe your favorites or the one, something new that you have um, out that you could share with the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we have a lot of products. I tell people there's a lot of good skincare out there and I'm so happy to have it. And I have these little products that kind of you can integrate into your own skincare routine one of them is called facial in a bottle day and night and one's a vitamin c think of like a multivitamin nutrition for your face and the other one's a time release glycolic acid that eats up the dead skin the coolest part is most brands are anti-aging which usually causes acne they're too rich right, or right. anti acne that causes aging because they're too drying our skincare is more anti-inflammatory. It's anti-aging, anti-acne. 
you can, there's a few products made for acne and there's a few products that are more tightening, but in general, you can't go wrong. This is that perfect product that everyone benefits from. I don't mm-hmm. care what kind you have. And it's our facial in a bottle day and night. It was also developed when people don't have time to get in for a facial. So you're constantly lightly exfoliating and hydrating and exfoliating, and hydrating. So it's the perfect uh, little duo. So those, those are one of my favorites. We also sell because of the show, the bachelor Amanda Stanton is, um, I think she started coming to me like six years ago from the show, The Bachelor. Uh, then she in, literally introduced me to all the girls on that show. She's great. But um, she loved this mask. And I started putting it in little jars for all the girls. And before they go film, they put it on. It gives them a glow. We now sell it because it became so popular. And everyone's like, I want what, you know, whatever she's talking about. So it's our papaya enzyme. I call it the non-scrub scrub. It gets off the dead skin without a scrub. And you use it in the shower because the enzymes keep it active. Um, the, the, the mist from the shower kind of keeps the enzymes active. You don't have to, but it's a good little trick and that just gets all the dead skin. So it's a digestive enzyme. So it can never really irritate or hurt. People do get a little red from it just from circulation for about 30 minutes, but it's nothing crazy, but that's another product that's technically professional. You can't buy it anywhere else and we make it. Uh, So those are those fun little things that like, um, no one else has really. And they're really cool. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're going to link to the, your website in the show notes. So the listeners will be able to, um, get access to that. So, um, so as we wrap up here, is there a tip that you could recommend to the listeners to help them get started or a piece of advice or something that you want to share with everybody that can really help them? You know, we, our, our title today is revolutionize your skincare routine. So is there anything you can offer the listeners as we close out for becoming an entrepreneur or for skincare? Let's say both. Because I think okay. you, both would be um, applicable here. Yeah. For an entrepreneur, um, I tell people, get make these big goals and have these little goals to get there. But I always tell people, no matter what, even if you feel like you didn't get anything done, try to take that one baby step forward. It's that phone call to a client that you needed. Or the, uh, you know, you want to get a logo done, go on Fiverr and get a logo. Start. Whatever right. it is, every single day take these little micro tasks and slowly you're going in the right direction. You don't have to do it overnight. Right. It doesn't have to be, you know, don't give up, just keep chipping away and chipping away. And, and, and I tell, uh, uh, Nipsey Hussle, who I love, he says, preparation meets opportunity, you know, stay prepared, stay open. There's a difference between being an opportunist and being open to opportunity. Don't, you know, link onto someone because they have something for you right. just be ready and let it come. It'll, it'll find you when you're ready. And far, as far as skincare goes, um, just make sure your ingredients are clean. Uh, look up what that means, but avoid parabens, um, a, a, a big companies like Procter and Gamble. I don't like to bash anybody, but they really don't have anything ethical and they don't have anything, um, that will help the skin. These are just really for marketing. So a lot mm-hmm. of these little smaller indie companies do know what they're doing and they're having some good stuff. Of course, Facial Lounge makes amazing stuff, but there's a lot of even Whole Foods or um, Sprouts, things like that have little great little lines and um, antioxidants. Our skin needs antioxidants. It stops free radical damage. It stops cancer, uh, skin cancer. It really helps the skin. And there's some amazing antioxidants out there. You can also take them internally like a grapeseed extract. So those are my tips for skin. Awesome. Well, Amber, thank you so much for joining this week. Um, this is not only educational from the skincare side, but also extremely inspiring from the entrepreneurial side. So I really appreciate you, really appreciate you being here. Um, can you let the listeners find out uh, how they can find you? Yes, absolutely. We are on facialounge.com. 
That's facialounge.com on Instagram. We're at facialounge. And then our email is hello at facialounge. Um, we answer all the DMs. People DM us questions from anything from makeup to skin rashes to whatever. Like I said, we are not doctors, but we can always guide you in the right direction and hope that you find a natural approach because 90% of the time we don't need steroids. We don't need these chemicals are giving us it's our bodies are telling us something so just listen perfect advice for life so thank you so much amber and thanks for joining me this week on the create what you speak podcast make sure to visit sloanfremont.com where you can subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player so you'll never miss an episode while you're at it if you found value in the show i'd appreciate a positive rating on apple podcasts or your favorite podcast player also remember to check out the create what you speak academy at createwhatyouspeak.com Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next week where I will continue to give you real life solutions to help you live free in an unfree world. I love that. <laughs> That's so cool.